Welcome to the Burb Boys. I'm back with a review. This week it is of Casey Jones a line of whiskeys. They for use for use for those that don't know, Casey Jones is let me see, let me pull up here. Uh if they've got well he he started out as a moonshine producer. And here we go. During Prohibition, Al Capone got moonshine from many different places, but the shine he liked the most came from Golden Pond, Kentucky. What made Golden Pond, sh- Golden Pond shine so special? Casey Jones. Casey was Golden Pond's master stillmaker. The stills were designed, were unique and meticulously crafted. Revenuers could still t- could tell it still was Casey's just by looking at it. Fellow moonshiner and Chicago's most famous gangsters knew Casey Stills by a superior product that it produced. In Gold Pond after World War One, jobs were scarce and the moonshine became a necessity. There were plenty of great there was plenty of great water and an abundance of corn and sugar was easy to come by. But to be great, moonshiner you needed a great still. And for that, you called Casey Jones. Casey's craftsmanship and innovation design made him a legend in the land between the lakes. Where, When asked where he learned to build stills, Casey would grin and say, The first still I ever saw was the first still I built. For 30 years, for 30 years Casey Jones built stills all over Kentucky using only copper. He refused to use still steel even though it was cheaper because it was coated with potentially harmful and lethal zinc he was a near magician at knowing exactly how much and what gauge copper a certain size still would require with just a torch a hammer snips crimping pliers and a soldering iron Casey could build three-piece stills that were easy to set up and easy to move he charged around twenty dollars about 350 in today's dollars, and a gallon or two of the product, of course. Our Casey's Cut Moonshine is aimed in honor of Casey and his preferred method of payment. Casey's Moonshiners often grumbled and complained that coil condensers couldn't produce enough whiskey to meet demand, but had no remedy. Casey was the man who created a cylinder cylindrical condenser that made a higher proof, better tasting product in half the time. During a time when the woods were crawling with axe wielding reveners, the in this invention proved very popular, and unlike stillmakers in the other parts of the country, Casey preferred rectangular mash cookers. The, his pot stills are also known as coffee coffin stills, fit perfectly in the bed of a wagon or a pitch, uh, pickup truck, definite plus when a moonshiner needed to make a fast getaway and didn't want to leave the route, the tools was trade behind. Casey also put handles on his stills in all the right places so it'd be easy to move. He recognized the condenser was the most important part of the still, so it had its very own handle. So, in case of raid, it could be the first piece out. Casey built stills in just about every holler. 
in the land between the lakes, or the land between the rivers, now known as the land between the lakes. He even built one directly across the Cumberland River from the Kentucky State Penitentiary in Eddyville. He was finally sentenced to two years in prison for bootlegging. When he was released from Mill Point Federal Penitentiary in West Virginia, the King of Steelmakers finally retired. Casey's legendary ingenuity and passion inspired his grandson, Arlen Casey Jones, to follow. This is the longest, the longest background I've ever done. I'm being very, very thorough for the people that gave me these uh, whiskeys to review. I want to give you a lot of background here. Casey built his last still in 1967. AJ used this still, which is on display at Casey Jones Distillery Lounge, as a guide to build the still we use today. As our master distiller, AJ, crafts every batch of Casey Jones moonshine using a recipe that has been handed down through generations of the families of the Jones family. A recipe cooked in a family still doesn't get more authentic than that. In 2019, just in time for the fifth anniversary, we released our very first bourbon starting a new chapter. So for five years, they did moonshine exclusively. And they just released in 2019 their bourbon. All right. All right. So what I have here today to try are four, four spirits, four bourbons uh, from Casey Jones Distillery. I have water to rinse the cup out in between each one. Because I was given these by the person, the people that will be selling and distributing these throughout the state, I thought it only right to give them a proper review and give them my two cents, so to speak. So the first one, I'm going down by proof. The first one is Casey Jones Kentucky Bourbon Whiskey Authentic Square Pot Distilling. This one is 103.5 proof, and I have, let me go ahead and pour it. These are freshly cracked from my trunk, and I took a picture of what the mashes or what they gave you on the website for these each are. So this one is a lively and smooth Caramel spice. Let me make sure I got the right one. Uh, I'm going to be really mad. Everybody's like, man, shut up and taste this stuff. I'm trying to make sure I've got the right whiskey with the right, which is what I should have done. Go to it. Ah, these. Dang headphones are making my head sweat, which is never a positive for me. Just irritating. Okay, small batch. Small batch bourbon, not straight. This one's the only one that doesn't say straight. Just as a heads up. This one, flavor profile. Spicy and gentle with caramel oak. Tones of corn, oak, and smoke. High corn and low rye. Cast strength 80 to 117 proof. This one won 2021 Craft American Spirits Award Bronze for Whiskey. 2021 ACSA Heartland Whiskey Award Bronze Best in Category Bourbon. Okay. I'm taking these headphones off because I can't stand it anymore. 
it's like 65 in my basement and i'm over here sweating all right let's go let's get on the tasting I mean, I think this is all around three years old, but I'm not positive on that. I don't get a ton of youth on the nose, which is surprising. I kind of expected that was going to be the case as soon as I picked it up. I get oak. That's about it. Oak and tannins and a little bit of uh, ethanol, which for a hundred and... Three proof. I get youthful corn. Sort of tastes like a, it tastes like a moonshine that's been put in a bourbon barrel. But not, it's actually not, it's like a sweet corn. So it's not terribly off-putting. As I'd normally, if I tasted corn, I'd be out. But it's it tastes like a corn whiskey. But it's almost like it's meant to taste that way, which is weird. So you get like the sweetness of the corn and you get the graininess, but it's not like, it's not, it's not, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's not like sometimes when you get the youthfulness in the in young whiskey, when you get corn or where I get corn or grain, it's sort of very prickly and like it sort of sticks out and just you can't get over it. This sort of just it just blends in with the rest. You get it. But it's just it sort of tastes like a really nice white white dog. That they put in a barrel for a little bit. I mean, that's basically what it is. There's not really a whole lot of other things to say about that one. So the next one I'm going to do is called Casey Jones Barrel Cut, which I had to look this up. It's actually uh, double barreled, aged for at least two years, I believe, uh, and then aged again for at least another year in a used Casey Jones barrel cut. So it's basically aged twice. Once in uh, new oak and once in used oak. And this one is 105.8 proof. And these are all distilled, square pot distilled and bottled by Casey Jones Distillery in Hopkinsville, Kentucky. And they want you to know it's square pot distilled. That's for sure. All right. This one, there weren't any notes on. Uh, there wasn't. Or let me see if there's any. I just had it up so I can pull it up real fast. I think it just tells you what the the product is. Not much more. Captivating hint of corn and sweet tobacco. This is the flavor profile they give you. Building to a mark, malt caramel body and distinct rye finish. Kentucky corn and cane. Interesting. Age four years. So three years and then one year in a new oak. They actually have a single barrel 
barrel cut version. That would be interesting. All right. Okay. I didn't twirl it to see what the oiliness was on it last time. This one's got decent legs. I mean, I wouldn't say it's oily by any means. The color's decent. It's not super light, which is a positive for younger whiskey. Legs are starting to produce. Yeah, I could see some oiliness, oiliness to it. Now this, I could smell the harshness of the corn in this one. Like the last one didn't have that on the nose. It's not. Hmm. I'm not getting it the more I smell. There it comes back. Dominant nostril. Yeah, it's corn. Hint of sweetness. That's about it. Mostly corn. Hmm. On the palate, you didn't quite have that rush of like a uh, corniness. It was more more rye. Finishes got the corn. The aftertaste is sort of like you had some 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 white dog. Not terrible, though. Like, it's not off-putting. Neither one of these are off-putting. I don't know if I would reach for them. So far, I haven't gotten a a bar or a, or a buy yet. It'd be more or less try. <laughs> try. Try, bar, buy. Uh, buy. Um, hmm. I could see where that's a step up. I'm, like, going in, in order of... Their levels of whiskey, I guess. Now, the next one I'm going to try is actually their wheat, wheated bourbon. And what it says about that on their website is a mash bill of bloody butcher corn and wheat, barrel aged. Three years in white oak. Now, those who know, flavor profile, velvety smooth with subtle sweetness, slight nutty body, and distinct caramel. So those that know and have listened to this podcast long enough know that I've tried quite a few things with bloody butcher corn. Um, It's not an easy corn to use, and it's not an easy corn to get a good, non-harsh flavor out of at a younger age. So, and I don't know that I've seen it used in a wheat whiskey. So that'll be interesting to see. And I'll rinse my glass out so I can get a real proper pour on this one. Uh, proof on this, 109.6. This says age 3.2 years. And you know wheat has a tendency to need to be aged a little longer to really be good. So I'm interested, but not uh, hopeful. 
that this is going to be decent. All right, let's try this. Nose. Surprisingly better than either one of the other three, two that I had. There's no youth in the nose. Oh. Oh, it sends your nose hair on the dominant nostril with that one. Woo. Oh, that's odd. I can't. I'm not picking up a ton of youthfulness, which for bloody butcher corn generally has like a cardboardy weird flavor to, to me when it's youthful and young. Maybe the wheat helps that out this time. All right. Color is is lighter than the other ones, but that's to be expected with the mash. Generally speaking, wheat takes a long time to I mean, you it's tough to find a really dark colored wheat. Okay. That's easily the most pleasant of the three, which is surprising to me that it's weeded and like that. It's very sweet. You don't get a ton of corn or youthfulness off of it until the very end in the aftertaste, but it's nothing bad. This would be a bar for me. This is definitely the best one by far of the three. That's pleasant. I don't know that I would buy one or seek it out. I mean, if you like weeded whiskey, bur- weeded bourbon, then yeah, seek it out, try it. You might like it more than me. I'm not a huge weeder guy, and I'm not a big bloody butcher corn guy, but this is one of the better young weeded whiskeys I've had. It's like that bloody butcher corn spicy richness plays off of the sweetness of the uh, the rye really or the uh, wheat really well. That's yeah, they did a decent job with that one. Give it up, give it up to Casey Jones. I didn't think I was gonna like any of these, but at least they're at least one for four, which ain't bad. And you got one left, to maybe go fifty fifty. This one is. All right, this one is uh, their high rye, or their not their high rye, their uh, their Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey. This one is 112 proof. Uh, this one is the profile they give you is spicy, gentle with caramel sweet tones of corn, oak, and smoke. It won the 2021 Craft American Spirits. Brought, I mean, was that the same? Oh, I forgot to tell you that. Oh, I'm reading the wrong one. This one's lively and smooth with caramel spice, dark berry, and hints of tobacco. High corn and rye, low rye. 2021 Heartland Whiskey, best in state of Kentucky. 
2021 ACSA Heartland Whiskey Competition Gold Best in Category Bourbon. Ooh, gold. I will say the color is about the same as the first two, maybe a, a tad lighter. Age three and two and a half years. The weeded was 3.2, and the original bourbon that I tried was 1.8. It doesn't say what the double, the double oak says four years on their website. Now this completely different nose. Definitely richer. I get dark berry. I could get dark berry on that. Don't get tobacco. I do get the fruit. Definitely the nicest nose of the three or the four. Hmm. Solid. Solid nose. Legs. Decent but thin. So not super oily, which you wouldn't expect out of a two and a half year old whiskey. Okay. I could definitely tell they're taking that. I could tell it's a moonshine ma- uh, moonshine mash they're using because you get the corn at the at the heart of everything. But definitely this one's sweet without having an overpowering corn like the first one, and not that youthful corn. But you do get hints of corn in there. But not again, not in an unpleasant way, which is odd for me, because everything I taste with corn I hate. You get a little bit of tobacco, caramel, their normal notes you get. And that's not off putting. There's so many bourbons out there. I don't think I would say uh buy. Maybe bar it. Try it. Try all these. I mean, I don't know. I mean, new drinkers of whiskey might like the first one just because it's got a really super sweet, palatable taste. And uh, the double barrel's okay. I think the, the the bourbon whiskey, the straight bourbon whiskey, and the the weeded are definitely the uh, the uh, stars of the show. So um, I guess that's about all I have to say. Until next time, enjoy your pours and enjoy your family. <laughs>